What do you think? I think we're dead meat. Real dead meat. You're dead meat! Go ahead and laugh, you guys. If I ever find a little bastard of business, they're dead meat. Welcome back to the Dead Meat Podcast, uh, an extension of the YouTube channel Dead Meat. I'm James. I'm Chelsea. We're engaged and we like to get scared together. Hey, welcome back. Uh, thank you for uh, continuing to listen and or watch this podcast after our month off. If you're watching, you can see that we're on a new set. Yeah. That if, I put together this month. This is all Chelsea. She made this amazing cassette tape rack and custom made all these little cassette I did. tape I, I, Yeah, it took inserts. me a while. But yeah. I'm so happy with how that turned out. And yeah, I got mostly all the new stuff on here that you can see, like the, the rack for the cassette tapes, this on-air sign, this clog, all this kind of like these vintage masks and stuff, all from Etsy. Um, mm -hmm. so thank you, Etsy. Really. Thank you, Etsy. Yeah. Um, on Instagram, I posted a picture of some of the stuff and I post, I tagged the shops and, you know, so if you want to take a look, you can go look, but yeah, we were off cause I had no surgery. Yeah. I had a deviated septum fixed. Uh, thought that was going to be easier than it was. Yeah. You they didn't really have a good like, time, huh? well, like when they tell you about the surgery and you kind of Google like, okay, how long am I going to be out of commission? They say, oh, you know, it'll be like a week. You'll be recovering. You can technically go back to work in a few days. I think that's just a super American thing to, you know, just like gotta give, you know, if you can technically work, you can work. And like, I technically could have done stuff this week, but oh my God. You weren't happy. People warned me that this surgery was going to be a rough recovery. And I thought, yeah, it'll suck, but I've, you know, I'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Um, I only honestly can recommend having this procedure done if like you you have a deviated septum and it's really affecting your life, which for me it was. My one nostril I couldn't really breathe through and that sucked. But uh, other than that, oh man, miserable. And like for reference, the other like kind of major surgery I've had was I had eye surgery to have my vision corrected. That's not too bad. I know, but that's the thing is I was awake for that and that was done with blades going into my eyeballs. Like I saw them cutting open my eyes Yeah. with knives. And that I would rather do that a hundred <laughs> times over than get this done again. That sucked. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I'm going to be, I'm still a little zonked. So mm -hmm. <laughs> just if I sound out of it, that's why. And also, uh, this is a work in progress. Both the, the set, I mean, the set deck, I think is pretty yeah, much it's getting, there. It's getting there. But, but as far as like lighting, cameras, even the sound, we ordered some new mics. So we won't be using these for well, too much Yeah, longer. the lights in the set. Yeah, we're waiting for other lights to come in. So we're using a bunch of like just lamps right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a work in progress, work but it's going to be. Great. This one's going to be great, too. I'm actually really looking forward to this episode because it's going to be super ahead. fucking chill. Yeah, uh, so we, before I had my surgery done, which was scheduled last minute, we didn't take the month off because I was having surgery done. It was because we were moving no, and you, I needed yeah. to build a new set. My doctor <laughs> called me halfway through October was like, hey, do you want this done? So I said, oh, hell yeah. But before that, we were doing pretty good at watching a, a horror movie every night we watched uh by my count 19 horror movies throughout october yeah so more than half we, we we tried every single night to sit we down would and watch, watch one. one where we either hadn't both of us had never seen it or it had been long enough to where like we couldn't remember it really. yeah 
So but we were doing good until I got my operation done. Yep. But uh, yeah, so what we're just going to do is kind of a lightning round review session of going through just given, honestly, with 19, just given the couple, couple minutes. minutes. Like these are not going to be deep dives. We're no, not. it's just going to be our impressions of them. And honestly, what I can remember of them, because, you know, when you watch a whole bunch of movies they in a kind row, of blend together, kind of blend yeah. together. And now it's been like a month. So uh, some of these I, I might have issues remembering, but we'll just give you a top line uh, summary of our thoughts and opinions about each movie. Yeah. And that'll be it. Yeah, should we should we like kind of keep track of how long we're talking about each? Uh, I'll try to keep an eye on the clock. Okay. I wish we had a little like fucking. I know stopwatch. We need, well, we've be been fun. watching the Queen's Gambit and like, oh, we should get the little like chess. Uh, oh yeah, just like hit it. Yeah. yeah, just go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Lucy's here. Lucy's we'll see here. if she can find a place to jump up. It's difficult now. <laughs> uh, all right, so the first thing we watched was Antebellum. All right, Antebellum. Um. <laughs> It's a bummer because I was really looking forward to this one. We, we, lo- love, we love Janelle, Janelle Monet. Monet. We have been fans of Janelle Monet since before. It was cool to be fans of yeah, Janelle Yeah, I've been Monet. a fan of her for a decade. Yeah, we, we, literally. We saw her. Uh, we, we've we been to Coachella once. and we, It was 2013. She was at Coachella, but yeah. she was on one of the, the little stages. stages. Yeah. She was on she like one of the- She crowd surfed away to she crowd surfed right, She crowd surfed right next to us. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. We didn't quite- get to touch her but she was like right there <laughs> yeah so huge we love Dan. uh love her um antipolum is a mess it's written by two white guys right i forget or i think it might be one i think it's just one i think it's then, okay uh, but it's a black man was the other co-writer but uh, i i was worried when i saw that people i like on twitter whose movie reviews i trust including several prominent black film oh, reviewers yeah. were like this is absolute trash so yeah. <laughs> i was like oh boy uh i kind of wish i didn't have that preconception going into it but honestly i don't know if i would have felt differently because it's know. not good it's it's a fucking mess is the problem uh the issue is oh are these gonna be spoilery i think these have to be a little spoilery heads for up them y'all to be, sorry you know uh, it's, so it's not just us being like yeah it's good for like an hour <laughs> um so the first, I don't know, 40 minutes, I think I clocked it, is just... It's it, just slavery torture porn. It's yeah, awful. Yeah, which we've seen a ton of time. Like, after Roots, I think you don't need to have 40 minutes of slaves being whipped and mistreated. That's just my opinion. It's, yeah, and I, and I feel so hard when, you know, black people say, I want to see more of myself on screen, and this is like the stuff they continue to get. Yeah, like and I want to see like, more of myself so on screen, but not exhaust. Yeah, like that's exhaust. Like we know, you know, it's, there's... And not to like belittle, like we know Yeah, like, well, we know how, but it, it's not that. It's more just like... You're not doing anything If new. you're making you, media that's purportedly for, you know, an audience or you want it to be empowering. And so I just, I, I understand how exhausting it must be to just... Yeah. Like, I don't know. And also, you know, for me, I always like novelty in the things I watch. And this was nothing new for that first 40 minutes. Then there's a twist. And oh, it's, it's almost like, what, kind of like the village-esque? It's the, yeah, it's the village. When you realize, oh, it's not back then. It's modern times. But then, like, when it shows how she was abducted to be brought to this modern uh, slavery reenactment. Yeah. We sit with her. We're like, friends. We're s- we go to this <laughs> dinner scene and waste like 
20 minutes time. watching her and uh, uh Gabri Sidibe, who yeah. honestly is, is I thought was very good in this. She's funny. I love Gabri Sidibe. I think she is a very underrated comedic actress and I She's want her funny, to yeah. be in more things always, but like yeah, we're just sitting there with her friends, and I'm checking my watch that I don't wear. And then, I'm like, and, what are we doing? And then it's in the end, you see that it was just, it wasn't even like some remote compound that they were doing this on. It was at like one of those Civil War reenactment things, just like, I don't know, a little bit further down the field. And so it was, it was like not interesting, uh, belabored, the pacing was awful, and then like the, unbelievable in the end, too. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Janelle Monae did fine. There were there were. It's disappointing because there's a few. I could see just a little, just little hints throughout this movie of there's elements in this that could be good. You yeah. know, yeah, like yeah. there's there's ideas in here where if you maybe don't save this, if you don't make the twist, the ending, mm-hmm. if you reveal that pretty early on and you make it until like a like maybe there's something there. Maybe, but. Ugh, no, yeah. I don't know. All right, we got to move on. I say pass on that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, pass, pass for sure. Although they did send us a package with the Blu-ray and we some other stuff. We appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you Keep very much. Keep sending, please. We love giving <laughs> our stuff, our cool uh, free Tenebrae. stuff. Tenebrae. Tenebrae, yes. Okay, so Tenebrae was Tenebrae. a, that was a, that's a big blind spot for me. I love, Dario Argento. Love me some Giallo movies. This uh, was uh, after Suspiria and Profondo Rosso, these, right? This is, yes, this is after both Suspiria and Deep Red. Yes. I'm pretty sure. So uh, this is, yeah, Giallo, uh, John Saxton. Yes, John Saxton's out. in here. Um, R.E.P. John Saxton, just like being the best mm-hmm. uh, ever again in this. I forget what yeah, his what, role even is in this. He's like he's, the agent, the literary agent of the main yeah, character. Just oozing sex killed. appeal. Doesn't he get killed in public? Is he the one who gets stabbed in public maybe? Oh man, I, I'm already, I already forget. Right. How, do, how did you feel about this? I enjoyed it. I, I love... Um, I think I just like Giallo movies. Every time I watch one, I'm pretty into it. Yeah. I love like Argento's weird, like, is this person dubbed over? I can't tell. I know. Um, you got that going on. You've got um, uh, Daria. Why am I forgetting her? Oh, yeah. His, yeah, uh, she's, a, she's a recurring Argento actress. She's in Deep Red. Um, I think she was married to him something? for a bit. Daria Nicolodi. Yeah, yeah, she was married to him for a little bit, I yeah, think. Yeah, she was fun. Yeah, I like her a lot. I I I was into it. It's like it's so cheeseball and the score. We got a goblin score. Score was which cool. Which I'm always gonna be into. It's uh, fun. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's probably out of the three big Argento movies, my least favorite. Yeah, but it's, it's that's not to a say a lot of naked chicks getting stabbed. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, Argento's even said in interviews, the most, you know, the thing he loves the most is like, it's just a beautiful woman getting murdered, which is like, (laughs) all right, dude. But so, you know, lots of black gloves, lots of, you know, people being strangled. It's, yeah, giallo. It's, that's, Mm -hmm. you know, that's what Uh, it says on the tin. Okay, next one. Recommend to Netflix if you haven't seen it. Recommend if you like giallo. Yeah. Yeah, Want some prog rock score. Uh, (laughs) 12 hour shift. 12, okay, 12 hour shift, uh Bria Grant, right? Yep, Bria All Grant. right. This is She was in Halloween Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 as one of uh uh Lori's friends. Yeah. She gets like choke slammed she's out. She's done a few other movies. Um I think May is one of them that I also haven't seen. No. You're thinking of Angela oh, Bettis. I'm thinking she was in I'm sorry. Yeah, Bria Angela Grant Bettis, the star May. of Twelve Hour Shift, was the star of May and was Carrie two thousand two for the people who saw that kill count. Yes. A- anyone who watched that episode knows that I loved her performance in that, and she's awesome she's in this. She's fantastic in this. Um, this uh, movie is basically about a nurse who sells organs and stuff and mm-hmm. makes some money on the side. And it is like 
It's so people funny. often try to imitate the Coen Brothers house style, which is very hard to do. Mm-hmm. Like Coen Brothers are so specific. And I honestly think this movie is one of the things I've seen come the closest to it because Absolutely. it gets what makes a Coen Brothers movie feels like feel like a Coen Brothers movie. We have like this weird cast of characters. Everyone's just kind of fucking up all over the place. Yeah, a lot of incompetence. Yeah. It all kind of starts. It's a slow boil. It's a slow burn. It all comes to a head where it's just like everything is colliding at yeah. once. Lots Lo- of little mistakes piling up to like a giant cluster. And the tone is like a dark comedy. Yeah. Uh, really fun. Um, do you remember the name of the other actress? The, yeah, I don't have like, uh, you know. Yeah, we like, don't have our stuff I'm up. So, I didn't have like, you know, I haven't been able to prep for this at all. Yeah. This is the first day I've been like. But uh, Angela Bettis is, uh, what is it? Her cousin? Her, it's, it's their cousins kind like, of. Not even her. blood related maybe, but she is fucking She's phenomenal. so funny. It's She's honestly so one funny. of the funniest film performances I've seen in a long time. I'm a big fan of her and I hate that I can't remember her name. Yeah. Um. I don't Apologies. have all these. I'm, again, I'm so sorry for how not prepared I am for this episode. I'm. Ugh. It's all right. <laughs> it's been a week. Uh, but yeah, she like re- she basically sells organs to McFoley also, which Mick is exciting. McFoley doing like a great job in this. Way better than I ever expected. Role. Fucking dude, love to be in a movie. Yeah, he's. A, it's a very small role, and I wanted to see more of it, but it, it's like. It, a, good-sized yeah. role, and he's, like, intimidating yeah. and great. And also, this is one of those things that I always enjoy. Like, so, you know, as a woman who enjoys movies, and, I would, you know, I would like to see more women making movies and women in movies, I do hate the feeling of being, um, like, patronized in terms of, like, oh, this movie is... We're, it's this empowering movie about women and women doing stuff, and it's about women's issues. Like, like that's good. Some, like, sometimes, you know, like, that's fine sometimes, but something I want all the time. And honestly, I was very excited to see a woman make a film about a bunch of women who are just, like, fuck-ups and fucking... <laughs> and it's not about... The movie is intrinsically not about anything... It's not like dealing with women's issues. No, not it's at just all. women being a bunch of fuck ups and it's very human and I loved it. I thought yeah. it was so good. It's just the women as people. Also, you know? any movie that does comedic female nudity really well, <laughs> I always appreciate because it's very hard to do because unfortunately women's bodies are you know, we tend to just immediately sexualize them. So when you get like funny female nudity (laughs) and she's the woman who gets naked as an attractive lady. And the fact that it is immediately so funny and not like (laughs) Dawn is like a, you know, it's kind of cheesecakey cute. It's like, that's, I loved this movie. (laughs) And let's not forget David Arquette. David Arquette, yes. Looking really sexy. (laughs) Chelsea was way into him. Yeah. This is like (laughs) the best he's ever looked to me. (laughs) Aging like a fine wine, David Arquette. Okay. T- uh, big I, recommend. This big might be recommend. my favorite by the yeah, way, 12 Hour I, Shift. I think it's probably my 12 favorite. 12 Hour Shift is like, watched. if you're going to watch any from tonight, that one I love. love I would love. say do that one, dude. Definitely. Bria Grant, cannot wait to see more of yep. your work. We, I think we're mutuals on Twitter. Oh, and really? I shouted at you. Uh, Bria Grant, a, notice us. I, I shout at you, not in a creepy way, in a in a, the parking structure <laughs> at Monster Palooza, because I was going to my car and I saw her going to her car. And I forget what shirt she was. It might have been Suspiria. I oh was my like, gosh. cool Suspiria shirt. And she's like, thank you. Oh it's my like, God. Yes. <laughs> Bria Grant. We love you, bro. I want to be in a movie that you make. <laughs> Next up is Tigers Are Not Afraid. Tigers Are Not Afraid. I, 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 I've been really behind the ball on this. Like, I I just missed this one when it came out. I've been meaning to watch it. It's I, a Mexican movie? Uh, yes. I think they filmed in Mexico City. It's uh, it's a Lopez. Um, and it's Spanish very... Language, this yeah. is a really... I really liked this movie. It's a very... Um, 
Guillermo del Toro-esque kind Very of really much. dark fantasy world. Like it definitely reminded me of how his movies, like something like Pan's Labyrinth, where mm-hmm. it's very fantastical, but also it's so fucking gruesome and yeah, it's bleak. the violence in that. It's not afraid. This movie, um, I guess the heads up is not afraid to enact violence against its children characters. Yeah, it's, it's all children cast and they all do such a good job. They do such a good job. Um, none of the kids are safe in this and it's um it's difficult it doesn't feel exploitive in any way no it's all done very like it's very beautiful and it, it's a really i i enjoyed this movie uh not really that much of a horror movie but uh, it's, yeah it's it's yeah. like you know you know it buds up with the genre there's some a bit. creepy the ghosts and stuff in this i mean i think creepy. it's on shutter didn't we it watch is on yeah shutter? it's on yeah. shutter so yeah there's some elements but yeah. don't, don't expect like a horror movie no yeah. no um the little tiger stuffed animal in this killed me. There's this <laughs> little so tiger. Cute. Yeah, I don't really know. well done effects on it. Yeah, too. the little yeah. tiger that walks. Oh, it's so so cute. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, some of those kids are real cute. None of them are like annoying or precocious. No, you really feel like man. They do such a good job of like. I totally bought that these were like kids that just were. You know, it felt very Lost Boys. It felt like it reminded me of Peter, it, like a fucked up Peter Pan. Oh, okay. That like Lost the Boys. the leader, the kid leader, reminded me of like a Peter Pan. He's very stubborn, and mm-hmm. he is re- kind of a dick to the girl who joins them, who almost felt like a Wendy. She came there to be like their mother. Yeah. And yeah, the Lost Boys are all yeah, they're Lost Boys, and this felt like a real world version of that. And it, yeah, I wonder yes. if that was intentional, like kind of. Peter Pan vibe. It feels dangerous. It's uh, it's sweet in moments. It's really sad. Yeah. It's a solid. If you if you like Guillermo del Toro, like if you like Pan's Labyrinth, yeah. I would recommend this one for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, recommend. Uh, next one was oh hashtag alive, which I covered on you a kill ca- yeah. count, but I, I want to hear hashtag, your thoughts. Yeah, I I liked this movie a lot. I'm a big fan of. Um, I I love survival movies in general or survival books where it's all like one location how do I survive yeah. with the things around me um I love that shit it's very you know problem solving like the Martian I loved the Martian oh, god I fucking you know because I just Martian. like the problem solving and <laughs> exactly. Apollo 13 is not you know that's like okay I mean that was fucking real but you know mm-hmm. just how do I survive gravity with, yeah great yeah I love I love stuff like that this is very much in that vein I liked it I mean it's zombies which I'm like whatever it's zombies but yeah, for me, uh, especially because I watched it a couple of times since I covered it, um, the the first half feels a little bit, um, I don't know, cliche or a little bit cheesy. It's it's kind of a cheesy movie. Yeah, not, yeah. not cheesy, um, cor- corny. It's uh, uh, melodramatic. Yeah. It's a very... Uh, yeah, very trying to to tug at your heart sp- strings a lot of the times. The the main guy's like a gamer, and that doesn't really have to do with anything. I feel like it was a marketing thing, but like in the very first scene, he like hops on. He's like, "Let's go loot some rare drops." I'm like, "Okay, this is some." But they drop that shit pretty fast. Uh, they use the drone, which is really fun. Yeah. Uh, I wish there was maybe more reliance on technology. But then when they introduce uh uh, I forget her name, but the the, the girl who lives across from yeah, him. Yeah. That I really the that's relation- when the movie I really like kicks their relationship it up for me. and like mm-hmm. the ways they figured out how to communicate with each other. And there were several moments that I thought were genuinely really funny. Like yeah. the humor in this one is really fun and communicate like it I always love when, you know, something that is funny 
does just feel so universal. He finds the Nutella and like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, you were excited when I bought that Nutella for the set deck. Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, after that, the Black Coat's daughter. Oh my God! Yeah, what Black Coat's daughter. One. one that I get lots of emails about the people want me to review on the podcast. So, I mean, again, also I want to say like none of these movies just because we review them now, it doesn't mean we won't necessarily revisit them or, but yeah, Black Coat's Daughter, um, uh, uh, Osgood Perkins, right? Uh, Is that the director? Yeah. Oh yeah, Anthony Perkins' son. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, so it's it's Emma Roberts and Kiernan Shipka and Lucy Boynton, right? Because she was yes. an apostle also. Yes. Uh. I liked this one. Some, I think maybe something just like what it didn't quite hit the, pacing the spot is, for me. It's a very uh, slow and not even necessarily in a bad way. It's kind of a movie that you just kind of like sit and let uh, yeah, well, it just, wash over you uh-huh. a little bit. But uh, the final twist, I guess, if you could call it that feels very anticlimactic. I think maybe, yeah, I enjoyed like, it's weird. Like I, I enjoyed watching the film itself and just kind of yeah, like you said, wa- having it kind of just wash over me. Yeah. But I think overall, I just didn't feel super satisfied. But maybe just because I didn't quite get what happened in the, the end. Because it's these two parallel stories: one with Kiernan and Lucy, and the other one with Emma Roberts on her own. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, spoiler alert: you you end up realizing that Emma Roberts is a grown up Kiernan, Kiernan Shipka. Shipka, and I, you know, I figured it out before it was yeah. revealed. And then I just feel like that wasn't—I don't know why they did that. I don't know. I, I think maybe yeah, I didn't quite. I don't know. I didn't hate it. Like, I didn't, I didn't dislike it. Yeah, I didn't feel like I... Uh, I wasn't mad that I watched it, but I wouldn't be eager to watch it again, I guess. Um, yeah, it's just... A, what there is it an orphan? No, it's like a, it's a boarding Catholic, school. Yeah, it's a Catholic school. I think. Yeah, so they're at a boarding school, and it's, uh, Kieran and, like, learning about the devil, kind of. Yeah. Becoming, like, a devil. Devil girl. Yeah. Which is fine. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. If you like possession horror. Or like cult, witchcraft kind yeah. of cult. You and know, like Satan good, stuff. really good Kieran and Shipka. She's, yeah. We love Kieran and Shipka. Yeah. I don't really care Watch for Emma Roberts. So. She's, she's all right. Yeah. She's fine. She did fine there. Uh, okay. So. Eh. Eh. Take it or leave it, I guess. Yeah. If, but- if a slow meditative movie about satan cult worshiping with like a female cast oh yeah yeah Yeah. i forget about the kills if they were like cool or not there's a lot of blood there's a lot of yeah when it gets violent it gets violent so i don't know yeah i can't remember how actually gory that one got. okay this one it's another one i covered we watched because i had to cover it but i really want to hear your thoughts on it idle hands oh jesus idle hands (laughs) because you did not watch this movie growing up like no i i did did not and i (laughs) Idle Hands. It's it's funny. The first time we watched this together, uh, we we shut it. it. We turned it off like halfway through because we, we watched it at the. It was the same week that Me Too became was a thing. This was like was it? Yes, I remember. This is hashtag Me Too was that week, and I think that's why I was so just. You were not. You know. It, yeah, I, it literally was like just just you know like lightly tap me, and I'm falling over. Just yeah. like sensitive. And 
the Jessica Alba stuff in this, just the way that this character is like, I, what does she even, she's like, I'm so, I've, I, but I'm so glad you just went. She, it's just, yeah, he comes over bloody and nasty and she invites him into her room and he grabs her ass. He gra- and she's yeah, like, good, thank yeah, you. Yeah, she's like, oh yeah, wow, you're <laughs> thank really. Thank you, sir, may I have another? Thank you for taking the initiative to just, and it just, it, I think in that Dude, moment. Some of the comments on the kill were uh, some women are horny and like to be treated that way. And it's like, okay. But the thing is. <laughs> Which is, I guess. Yeah, true. fair. Yeah, women are horny also, I agree. <laughs> but also, if you want to have that work, you establish the fact that that character is like ready to get dicked down or else it makes no sense. <laughs> I don't know. And also I give her something else to give do. Give her something too, else. You know? Yeah. So I think the first, I was just so, I was like, I can't, I'm no. So acknowledging wa- that. Yeah. So watching it again. Mm-hmm. My solution to this is have them be friends already. Well, I think have them be dating already. Or have them be dating. Or and she's like, upset that he's like he, such a slacker. Yeah, or that he is very timid yeah, sexually exactly. or like nervous. And she like she wants to fuck and maybe they haven't yet. Yeah, and there you go. He's the one who's nervous. And then, and then they his find hand is possessing. His he's grabbing her. She's yeah. like, thank you. That's yeah. what I wanted. Yeah. But it doesn't make Something sense when they're like, like strangers that. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I, yeah, I would, yeah, I'd be fine if, you know, yeah, like the friend where she's like, I'm, God, I've been so into you this whole time. We've been friends. Yeah, but they established that they've never talked. They never, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I don't know. So, uh, that was, but besides, so Jessica Alba aside, because that is also my, my problem yeah, with the movie. But besides that, aside, that it's, it's like a fine, it's a whatever movie. <laughs> it's such a time capsule. I love Seth Green. I love anything he is in and like I you just got a kick out of his face when he grabs. Oh my god! When iron. he grabs that iron and runs back in, he just looks so proud of himself. He does. I pointed out. And also, comes. where he finds that piece of Devin Sawa's T-shirt and goes, "A clue!" Yeah, I, it just yeah. killed me. His line delivery is so fucking funny. He's so good. And also, this—I don't know if you talked about this in your kill count, but like the movie's production design is low-key really good. Yeah, no, I mentioned that. Their house... Rodman Flender, the there's director. There's just the use of color in the... I was like, why is the use he, of color in He cited in Giallo idol? films as Yeah, I was like, why is this, like, amazingly designed fucking idol hands? Yeah. Like, who put in so much love to making this movie's color <laughs> it theory would fit in, amazing? like, your set would fit in there, Yeah, you know? the color scheme's very similar. I like mm-hmm. the reds and greens a lot, but... um. Yeah, offspring, I don't know. Live, live, live the soundtrack, yeah, very soundtrack. good. Um, yeah, the the time travel back to the two thousands, I enjoyed a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's it's I don't. I, mean, I love Devin Sawa too. Devin yeah. Sawa is so good in this. His physical acting is insane, <laughs> and he's just he's just like a cutie. I I love Devin Sawa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, what else? Uh, next is Crimson Peak. Crimson Peak. Neither yeah. of us had ever seen Crimson Peak. Yeah, that was surprising that we had not seen that. Recommend it. I I always wanted to watch it because I love like I'm very lenient. If a movie has beautiful costumes and beautiful sets, I'm a lot more forgiving in terms of what you know things like plot and <laughs> <laughs> what's actually happening. I think the issue with this movie for me is its length and pacing. It's very long. It's very long <laughs> and a little slow, but you're right. Oh, it's it's such beautiful, beautiful to look gowns. at. Uh, <laughs> you know, the acting is great. And then in classic Guillermo del Toro style, when you get to the violent parts, it so is violent. fucking violent. Yeah. Uh, spoiler. That when, guy getting his head smashed in against, that sink. Yeah, the sink. The that sink. really was Holy fucked shit. up. Uh, but yeah, I I liked Crimson Peak. It was just 
it felt I it felt very comfort movie to me. Stuff mm-hmm. that just look you know lush costume dramas are instantly comforting for me. Mm-hmm. So I was just I was having a great time. And I like that it's um it what it it is what it says it is throughout the movie that it's not so much a ghost story as it is a story with there's ghosts, ghosts in it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. It is what it says it is. And, uh, you know, you get the, the classic, uh, again, spoiler alert, the incest twist, mm-hmm. which, uh, yeah. Cause it's Jessica Chastain. Jessica Chastain. Who yeah. I, uh, he didn't as even much realize as it was her. I did not halfway through the movie. I was like, who <laughs> is that? And you're like, Jessica Chastain, hon. Yeah. And even after you said that, my brain couldn't reconcile that she fact. She has that red hair in that, that movie. That was throwing me off for lack of red hair. And then who's, who's the guy? Do Tom we... Hiddleston. Yes. Tom Hiddleston. And so those two. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, fucking the like, other dude, uh, Charlie Hunnam, right? He's sons of anarchy. <laughs> Charlie oh, yeah. Hunnam. Yeah. <laughs> That was fun. I yeah, I loved it. Love oh, just the, the costumes. I just want to make all of. Uh, I forget the main character's name, but I just want to make all of her gowns. Was that uh, was it Anna? What? No, uh, uh, Mia. Mia Wasik. Yeah, it's but just oh, like these beautiful name. velvet gowns yeah. that she's just lounging around reading books in. Ooh, love it. <laughs> Hey, I want to talk about our sponsor this week, HelloFresh. HelloFresh. We got some HelloFresh this month, which has been really helpful because uh, James had to basically feed me while I was recovering from my yep. surgery. Like a little baby. Yeah. And it it's nice because I feel like, you know, you're recovering. You should probably be eating something healthy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and James also has been really busy. It was like you had zero time to do anything oh yeah but luckily we had hello fresh come in which was just really good timing uh yep. quick meals yeah you didn't have to you know pull your hair out worrying about what you should make me it we just had the stuff come in the mail it was all pre-measured and it was stuff i was gonna like yeah those flautas were yes. so good oh. dude oh man i forgot i forgot that was even hello Fr- like i i thought you just made those no i wish those were really good yeah I we had flautas i'm trying to remember what else we had there was something that was like a butternut squash and it was really good yeah that's the other thing is it's i feel it like, like a pasta thing yeah i think mm. they're really good at we, the stuff we got this month felt very seasonally appropriate yeah which was nice because you know fall rolls around and i I just always I just want to eat squash and orange food. Yeah, just orange colored <laughs> food and, and mushrooms. I feel mm-hmm. like are very fall, you know, yeah, flavors. So it was really nice. It was, it was good to have some like real food while I was recovering. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Everything is pre-measured also, um, which is great. You don't feel like you're wasting food. Recyclable containers. Yes, all yeah. Those recycling bins. They're so. pre- they they they're really good about yeah keeping their packaging not you know so it's not just a ton of garbage. Yeah. Oh, and they have an app too, so it's easy if you want to like change your delivery days and stuff. Or pick different meals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's you know if you're like oh man we're gonna have this box of perishables delivered and we're not gonna be home for like a couple of days you can change what. Yeah. Skip it. Pause yeah. You it. can skip it. Yeah. So they they're really flexible in terms of their delivery too. So uh, if you want to try Hello Fresh. You can go to HelloFresh.com slash DeadMeat90 and use code DeadMeat90 to get $90 off your order, including free shipping. And again, that's HelloFresh.com slash DeadMeat90. Use code DeadMeat90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. HelloFresh. HelloFresh. Our other sponsor this week is Shudder. Yeah. We, you know, Shudder. Shudder is our friend. Shudder we used for a lot of these movies. Yeah, like Scare Me is a Shudder original. 
So that's that's there. Tiger's Not Afraid is on Shutter. Yeah, it was always nice to that. I mean, that's a lot of what we did was let's sit down and just scroll through Shutter. Yeah, we actually this whole episode accidentally became kind of like a Shutter it's, it's ad, perfect. but yeah. it's because they have so much stuff that it was easy to just yeah open up Shutter and pick something. Just scroll through and it's like, oh yeah, I've been meaning to watch this. I saw some of you too. I, I retweeted their uh, they had their hotline going on Halloween. Uh, so people could get horror movie recommendations from their curator, Sam Wyman. And I saw some people call, they called and got movie recommendations, so which cool. is really neat. I love that. That's so, that feels so old school and comfortable to me. What's great about it. Shutter is that, yeah, that proves, and you know, they have a series with Joe Bob. They're legit. They're, They're yeah. not just a streaming service that was like, oh, there's some money in horror movies. We'll tap into that and throw some, throw some uh, Freddy Kruegers up on the, on the streamings and some final destinations and we'll make a lot. Yeah. No, man. They get deep into the the niche stuff and and the real deep cuts, and they have just a respect and reverence for the genre, yeah. which of course we gotta love. Yeah, so good. Yeah, so the, it's truly run by horror fans, which you can tell. You can tell too. I was I saw some people I follow online who I like know they're horror fans, but that's not their primary realm of you know stuff that they're interested in or care about. But I saw because it's October, people are looking for horror movies, and I saw a few people who don't tweet much about horror otherwise, but we're like, hey, if you're a horror fan, you should get Shudder because mm -hmm. they have some good stuff. So that was a cool thing to see. I'm glad yeah. that- You cannot go wrong. Yes. If you don't have Shudder yet, what are you doing? Get what it. Are you, well, if you do want to try Shudder, if you're if you're not convinced you want to try it, <laughs> free for 30 days, you can go to Shudder.com. That's S-H-U-D-D-E-R.com and use the promo code DEADMEAT30. That's DEADMEAT30. Uh, to try Shutter free for 30 days. Yeah. If you don't like it, you don't have to keep using it. But you will like it. But you'll like it. But if you want to try it for free, <laughs> Shutter.com, promo code DeadMeat30, DeadMeat30, to try Shutter free for 30 days. Get it. Ooh. That was me shuddering. <laughs> okay. Uh, we are still here. Oh, that's okay. We are still here. That, um, yeah. The uh, ghost. Movie. Another ghost movie with Barbara Crampton mm -hmm. and some of the gang from like who are peripheral to your next. The mm -hmm. the friend character in this, uh, who is Lisa Marie's husband, mm -hmm. is that guy in the beginning of your next, the neighbor who gets killed, like in the cold open. Uh, who is very funny in this. Yes, he's very, very good. He's great. He's yeah. who is also a director in his own right. I, li I liked this one. Yeah. This one also gruesome, really violent. Really? really this one is a slow burn. And it is a slow honestly, burn. the first half, I wasn't sure what I thought about. Yes, it. if you check this one out, um, let just like, get, you know, give it a bit to warm up and then yeah, it really kind of pops off after a little bit. It does reach a point where it's just fucking <laughs> fuck wild. I'm trying to remember what the really gruesome kill was in this that like it's a whole house full of people because remember like a mob comes to the that's house that's right the end of this is just and then the spirits or whatever just start fucking tearing them apart that's right. and shit yeah there's yeah it's that great. might be why not one specific thing sticks out to me because so much yeah and it's it's one of those movies where it's like the the in the insidious townspeople are are conspiring against these newcomers to to a house and they know something that you don't and so like the more that that builds up the more interesting it gets because at first it's just barbara crampton and her husband uh and their son just recently passed yeah and so they're they moved to a new house 
and uh, are trying to get over it, but like, yeah, it turns out that house has a history and the town has a history and the end is just fucking awesome. Yeah, the end is nuts. It, it really, it's like, okay, that's, yeah. Lots of lots of gore, lots of makeup. Um, yeah. Also, this movie somehow makes Barbara Crampton look like frumpy, and it's fucked up. <laughs> Which is like that's hard props to do. To the movie, that's for really hard to do because she's we, a hottie. Yes, to this very day, she's like intimidatingly hot. James yeah. and I, whenever we talked to her in person afterwards, we're like, oh my god, because we got to actually hang out with her for a bit. Yeah, uh, her and Felissa at the. Um, uh, Scarecon in Rochester, New York. And it was like, we had the convention and then we were at like the after party hanging out. And it was just like the four of us talking for a while. And the whole time I'm just sitting there like, I'm talking to Barbara Crampton. I felt like I was talking to the popular girl at school. I know. Not in like how she's very very nice, but I'm like, Oh my God. I love you, Barbara. But it was just like, it's intimidating. (laughs) It's Barbara Crampton. (laughs) And, you know, we'll tweet at each other. And she's, I love her. And she likes us. But, I mean, it's still Barbara Crampton. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, I I would recommend that I recommend it. Yeah, good ghost. Especially if you like gore. Yeah, that's a gory one if you want some something fucked up. Uh, <laughs> Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween is upon us. Uh, love Hubie, Hubie Halloween Day. Hubie Halloween Day. I uh, love Hubie Halloween. Love Adam Sandler. Um, I fucking loved Hubie Halloween. It was. I needed it. I just. I think the world needed. I think Hubie the Halloween. world. Yeah, for real. Because just you know, you know, come, like October, we're coming up on this fucking election. Everyone's stressed about. COVID's COVID, crazy again. We can't even have Halloween. Yep. You know, just just so many things. And it was so... Something about watching this alternate world where it's just this Adam Sandler movie suburb where Halloween is every year and everyone is everyone goes all out for it because it's set in Salem. Mm-hmm. And just like, you know, it's populated with all these like Adam Sandler townies. Oh, uh, and callbacks. O'Doyles are Yeah, they got around. the O'Doyles. Lots yeah. of callbacks to other Adam Sandler. It just... It was like this, just this peak, like this little two-hour like vacation to a, a nice Halloween <laughs> suburb, and I appreciated it. Yeah, yeah it's, you feel the, like it's, 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 it's a little too long. It's a little too long, uh, but and is it stupid? Yeah, yeah, it's extremely stupid, stupid as hell. But I, I love extremely stupid. And not every humor. joke lands, and some <laughs> jokes happen, and I was like, okay, but enough land where I was laughing pretty consistently. Tim Meadows is always my favorite. <laughs> oh yeah, he's so funny. <laughs> Just like stuff getting thrown at Adam Sandler this whole movie. That was a good runner. It built up in a good way because like it happens right off the bat and it happens right off the bat when you first they hit you hard with this shit because he like chugs raw he catches the eggs in his fucking thermos shakes them up drinks them thinks says something like stallone style and then spray vomits (laughs) out the side of his mouth and that's not even the type of movie it is. It's not even no, like it gross. It's more like type. a family humor type thing. And it's- also June, um, June Squibb. Oh, God bless June Squibb. So good. She was put on this earth to play Adam Sandler's grandma. Isn't she 90? She's 91, I think. Yeah. This 90-year-old woman fucking killing it She's with the so, humor. She's so, so funny. fucking funny. And then uh, Steve Buscemi yeah. just continuing to prove that he's down for whatever and is such a, like, bless him for it. Well, we also watched, and then we won't review it because it's not a horror movie, we watched Death of Stalin, which is, like, total, <laughs> yeah. like, 180, like, 
prestige comedy <laughs> that also starring Steve Buscemi. And I'm he like, was God just bless him. Funny. Oh, I love it. I he's love that man so much. Julie Bowen's character is a little weird that she's like she's, so, into, she's funny though. But she's yeah, her she's manic good. energy is yeah. is good. I, I like I love TV Halloween. Uh, big recommend for me. Um, if you you know if you like Adam Sandler, if and- you can tolerate Adam Sandler. And and, uh, and if you don't mind, it's like it's like a sweet, almost kids movie. Honestly, yeah, it's, you could watch it with your kids and it'd be fine. Right? I think you? so. Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, I watched it, being like, okay, everyone's fucking talking about Hubie. Can we watch if they're it like kids, yeah. kills, I'll maybe do a kill count. It's not that kind of movie. No, not at all. It's for, yeah. Actually, the end message like is very a, sweet. It's an anti-bullying message. It is. You know, yeah. Real, it is. It's nice. It's it, a nice, sweet movie. Yeah. Uh, after that was Creepshow Two. Oh boy, Creepshow 2. Uh, did not love Creepshow 2. Didn't love it. There was nothing in it that really stood out to me as. I'm trying. Let's see if we can even remember the show. Okay. Because we've watched Creepshow a couple a few times. Ta- yeah, Creep- and like, Creepshow, Creepshow 2 great. is the cigar store Indian statue. Okay. Starring. Hold oh, from. Yeah, Holden Mine from. Hunter. Uh, yeah, what's his name? I forget. But he's also like a, a guy in Alien 3. He's like yeah. one of the guys who tries to rape Sigourney Weaver. And here he's playing. I think oh, he's, he's, in, he's in brown he's face. Bronzed huh? up, he's bronzed up he's to play good. a native. Yeah. And uh, I think the other actors who are playing natives are natives. They but, are, but, but he's like he's... the main one. So he's a white guy in brown face. Yeah. Which sucks. I, w- I'm, I hate that I'm having such a hard time remembering people's names right now. Yeah, that's fine. Holt McCallany. Holt, yeah, okay. Is playing the yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he's hot in this, but it's like <laughs> he yeah. It's it's a weird. This whole movie is weird. Even the oh, the like the framing device, the animation in this movie is particularly cursed looking. Oh yeah, because instead of the Tom Atkins and his son framing device, Stephen King's son with the comic book in the first yeah, one, uh-huh. it's uh, strictly animated with a kid running around on a bike and some bullies. Yeah, and, and he gets these like seeds from the creep show catalog, I think, and he plants a big mutant plant at the end. And yeah. It the, I don't know. The, then, the creep guy himself Played by Tom Savini in makeup, the garbage truck. Yeah, guy. that guy's cool. And then he looks I scary as hell, and want... then someone else is doing his voice. But yeah. yeah, it sucked that he wasn't. He turns into animation. He turns into animation, right animation which yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's the it's the cigar store Indian statue, and then there's the raft based on the Stephen King short story. Which short story I I was terrified by. I read it recently ish, and the adaptation. Is not as scary as a short. That story. seems like a hard one to adapt. It's a very it's hard one. People swimming out to a raft, and then there's like a. It looks like the fucking trash island. Yeah, it's floating around, and they like an oil slick that eats people on this raft, and they don't know how to get back to this. So like, yeah, yeah I don't think any of them that, live. In it. It's 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 hard to. That's a really hard one to adapt. So mm-hmm. I just. Eh. Um, this one, yeah, the blob in this one is, looks like a fair, like just a trash bag that's kind of <laughs> floating around. I mean, there was some, the kills in this one are kind of cool. They, one of them is from the short story where the guy literally gets pulled down through the cracks of the raft and mm. his bones are all snapping so he can get pulled through and it's disgusting. But, and then the other one is that woman who hits a hitchhiker. hitchhiker. Yeah. Because that guy's the hitchhiker is played. That one's a lot. <laughs> yeah, the hitchhiker is played by uh, the guy in Tales from the Hood. Yes. the like council city council member who gets killed. Yeah, uh, in that short. And yeah, that one, it's just 
this hitchhiker, she hits and runs, and then he comes back as a zombie, and she hits and runs it's again. It's just and this just white lady, and back. it's like it's very, you know, like the the undertones, like the subtext is pretty racial, I think. And she was having an affair, right? Yeah. She was like on her way home from it's, having an affair. There's a lot going on. I just she was the, a Bond the girl imagery too. is like it's uncomfortable. Was there another one? I think it's just the three. Really? I think. And if not, then that shows uh, how memorable it was. But yeah, it wasn't. I don't know. I uh, pretty forgettable. I think there's like a third movie that they didn't do because who did Creep Show two? Was it Romero again or no? No. Um, it, was, but it, it was someone notable. Maybe it was Romero again. Creep Show two. Creep Show two. Is no Michael Gornick. That's what I thought. Hmm. That it wasn't. Romero again. Yeah. Nah. Okay. Uh, Jennifer's Body. Jennifer's Body. Yeah, none of us had seen it, which feels... No, I'd seen it in college. Oh, you'd seen it? And I didn't like it in college. I remember seeing it, very much disliking it, and then for whatever reason in my mind linked with it is Teeth. I must must have watched it like that same weekend, and I fucking loved Teeth. I haven't seen it in a long time, but... Teeth's a good one. uh, Teeth I saw when it came out. I loved it. Yeah. So Jennifer's Body... 2009 time capsule of 2009 yeah yeah uh yeah it's it is amazing because i feel like recently we've been watching a lot of movies from the 2000s like we just rewatched the first borat and i'm trying to think of what else we watched where it was from the 2000 like it's it's crazy to realize across the board how much humor has changed and how much (laughs) just acceptable language has changed because this one just feels very 2000s like we're using words of that where we're like oh fuck we would never was it like gay slurs right yeah and like retard retard, and you know just stuff like that where it's like it really felt yeah time capsule yeah this was written by diablo cody her follow-up to juno which was fucking if you weren't around in 2007 let me tell you mania yeah and then also juno back everyone just like so yeah, I'd love to rewatch it and see if it's any good. Because yeah. like her dialogue is very. Her dialogue stylized. is a lot. I don't. I'm. I in general, I don't love stylized dialogue. I'm also not a fan of Joss Whedon, so mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's not my thing. Yeah. I, I don't know. I I liked this. I didn't love it. Yeah. But I do appreciate why it is seen as being underrated. I think now I don't know if you can call it underrated because we've, I feel like many times had the discussion. I think it's just rated. You know, we're all aware that like it got kind of a bad rap when it came out. But it does. Yeah. It seems uh, relevant in that it has to do with like uh, uh, Jennifer is basically metaphorically raped by these guys. And then it's, but it kind of sucks because like the revenge on those guys doesn't happen until like the post credit scene. Yeah. I, I wanted to see those guys really. Mm-hmm. Oh, which is uh, who plays the the lead guy, Adam Brody. Yeah. Who is fantastic yeah. as always. Uh, also, my issue with it is you don't really have that good of a sense of Jennifer herself as a person before mm. the transformation. Because after it happens, she comes to school and Needy, her best friend played by um, Amanda Seyfried. Amanda Seyfried is like, oh, why are you acting this way? And to me, she just seems like she's acting the same kind of like mean girlish way. Yeah, we don't get a lot of their friendship before. So it, I, I couldn't to, quite it's get... It's hard to peg their friendship. I yeah. get that they like grew up together. and not, But this movie is also trying to tell us that Amanda Seyfried is like dorky and like ugly. Yeah, this movie <laughs> is trying to convince me that Amanda Seyfried is supposed to be 
unattractive. I'm like, come on. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then a little bit of sapphic tones in there, which is kind of. Yeah. So I, I, I liked it. I think maybe um, it hits some doldrums, like script doldrums toward the end. Like mm. third act of just kind of like. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Wolf of Snow Hollow. Well, it's not. Yeah. Uh werewolf movie which you don't see a lot of i haven't covered a single werewolf movie really on the Kill yeah people call me out on it wow. sorry. <laughs> one day american you didn't do you haven't done american werewolf i have not huh Dude, okay what's your favorite scary movie for um it? yeah i this is what one i liked it but i think maybe it ultimately didn't quite come together for me yeah. Which is a shame. It had some funny parts. It's meant to be oh, funny. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to be. It's very. This is another one where I think it's inspired by Coen Brothers. It's it's trying to hit yeah. that. And I don't think it does it as well. As... No, I think it's a little too over the top. And it's the writer, director, and star of yes. it, too. And yeah. I forget the guy's name. I'm sorry. That's how this episode is. Uh, I think he's a little too much in his acting. He's a little over the top for a whole movie. For the maybe. whole movie, yeah. Because I'm not saying that it never works. Sometimes it is. Oh hilarious. yeah, he like he's no, he's very talented, and I I think like he's a really good actor. But I I, think I having agree. Another director that, the, reeling him back. A I some think so. Scenes, yeah, because you know? some scenes he's too yelly and shouting, and that's I mean that's hard to direct yourself. So it's very you know, but difficult. Yeah. I agree. Also, and I also wonder if that character. I wonder if he's not the right person to play that character. Mm. That character reads like he feels a little too clean cut for that guy. A little bit. Yeah. Cause he, the character is kind of supposed to be, cause is he a sheriff or like he, uh, going to be a sheriff? Yeah. Uh, his Robert Forrester. Oh, last role. Last. Yeah. Before his passing. Wonderful. Wonderful Robert Forrester man. playing the dad. The dad all, and sheriff. Like just, yeah. Oh, There's yeah. some dad themes in here, which yes. I always like. Yeah. 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 Because he's got a daughter that he's kind of uh, estranged from. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Ricky Lindholm's in this. Mm -hmm. And she, she's great. She's like a another cop, another like deputy. Uh, it, it's like a mystery movie that I don't think does well with the mystery. The mystery. I... <sighs> The fact, I think the fact that I had to go on Reddit and someone pointed out why the mystery, it makes sense. And they, they had to point out like the pieces that made it. And it's like, I should be able to, you know, the, the fact that a lot of people were confused mm -hmm. as to what the reveal at the end meant and how he figured it out. Yeah. Which that's unsatisfying for a mystery movie I don't want to wanna have to look up why. Yeah. Like, and like the guy who it's revealed to be the werewolf is someone who like I didn't recognize. He was in some earlier yeah. scenes and I'm like, okay. I like. I don't think this was by any means a bad movie. It's just, I think it, a lot, it just didn't quite come together. I think it was a little too much on one person's plate. Yeah. Uh, but like the next thing he does, I'll check out for oh, sure. Oh yeah, like I, I think yeah. Like, and like this is an indie movie, yeah. you know, and it's cool that they got a movie made, yeah. and it's a better movie than I've ever made. So. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it's yeah, for sure. Oh. And also the werewolf in this really cool look and design the big big werewolf running around i just like getting to see it he's just running around yeah next is the love witch yeah um this is i hated this movie i fucking hate this movie. i think this is gonna be the one that this is our least favorite yeah all month yeah um yeah. have been meaning to watch this uh, highly recommended highly regarded highly regarded critically acclaimed yeah the love witch 
people telling me I would I would love it that it's like it feels like it should be my my vibe you know my brand my brand uh <laughs> it looks fantastic it's visually stunning it is incredible in the way that it accurately uh recreates the feeling of a 70s horror movie yeah or yeah the colors and the cinematography and kind of the film and the the costuming and yeah, styling the choice like fabric cho- just everything it yes, could have it, been from the 70s it really that is yeah. an accomplishment uh it yeah it, it hit that like beyond the valley of the dolls era look and feel just perfect and i i love that era i love exploitation shit like beyond the valley of the dolls so like this theoretically (laughs) should have been something i really liked i fucking hated this movie i'm so sorry so long i was so bored yeah i found the main character annoying yeah i didn't like watching her do stuff she's not interesting because like she the love witch, she's like studying witchcraft in order to uh, have power over men through sexuality. Yeah, and she wants um, part, like she wants a man, but yeah. she keeps like killing them with magic. Yeah, but it, I thought I thought the movie was gonna be her purposely like I'm just gonna go murder a bunch of dudes because I'm a love witch. And but this was like it almost felt like an accident. Or just I don't know. I didn't quite get what it was trying to do, and there was a lot of just weird. Like it, the movie felt a little too into the idea of like the inherent fem- feminine, just like the like power of women, like women's we're like another species. We're so magical and sexual. It's just I don't know. There's, there's something I don't love about that. I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, my biggest issue with it was that I was fucking bored. It was really boring. This movie was boring. Struggled to finish it. The act, like the acting in it, I get that it's doing it's it's mimicking that style but when there's a it's that thing where i'm like i feel this movie per like very making the effort to mimic this type of kind of stilted delivery from these old exploitation movies and because it's i know it's trying to be that i'm so bored even if they did that stilted line delivery and i don't know there's ways to make it more entertaining i don't just such a nap yeah there's a bar where they get to like this ren fair and oh I was God. just like I, 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 I was, I wanted to ask if we could turn it off. I could feel it. But the thing is, like the little weird run fair part, that like mid-century run fair style, where like the you know like the Kennedys' favorite musical is Camelot, so like that's where we get run fairs from and shit. Is mm. like people became obsessed with medieval times. Oh, okay. I love that's like a lot of stuff on Etsy I bought for our house is like from the '60s, like medieval shit. Again, theoretically, <laughs> that should be a scene I'm very excited about. But I, oh, it's so it goes on forever. I'm just listening to this dude just singing, and oh yeah. man, no, no, fuck this movie. No uh, love, which you should know that it is well regarded. Yeah, we're in so the minority maybe you'll here. Love it. So, but if you're, but if you're a person who doesn't like, who doesn't like, uh, I don't know art house movies yeah. or you don't you get bored by slow movies avoid this yeah. you will not have a good time i have a high tolerance for slow bullshit i yeah. love slow movies yeah I, I think out of all the people i know i have like one of the highest like tolerances for like slow moving bullshit art yeah. house movies and this was like 
I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Uh, what's the uh, what's the the dress designer movie? Phantom Thread. Phantom, Phantom Thread. Thread is a fucking thrill ride it's compared a- to this. Phantom, <laughs> no, Phantom Thread owns. Phantom Thread is great. It is a long, it's, slow it's, movie. But it's so fun. Also, yeah, I don't want to go to Tampa. Like Phantom Thread, also uh, one of the funniest movies of ever. It's it very is like top tier yeah. comedy. Um, Speaking love. of comedy, yeah. Scare Me. Scare Me uh, by Josh Rubin. Love. Starring Josh Rubin and three other people. And that's all you see in the movie. This movie, a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, this, I was pleasantly surprised by this one. Uh, it is a very unique movie. I did yes. a Patreon review of this, so I don't want to... <laughs> oh, just read you your Patreon yeah, review. Yeah, but I will say it's an extremely unique movie where two people tell each other stories, and normally that would be the framing device for an anthology of short films like Creepshow. Like Creepshow, right. Like cut to these stories they're telling. No, this is just them telling, telling each stories. other stories. And it, that sounds like it might be exhausting. And it might be. I think this works. It does it so well. I think it works really well as people who are uh within the film industry and are exposed to writers because there's a lot of like writer uh uh I don't know mini relationships here because they're both writers one's successful one's yeah. not and that tension is really good and then improv because it's basically it turns into it an turns improv into thing especially improv. when Chris Red from SNL shows up as the pizza delivery guy <laughs> yeah. and it's hilarious but uh, I'm very curious about how a person not as in uh, this kind of industry or, or culture would think of it. Well, I was reading a thread. Um, I forget if Josh Rubin was tweeting about this or if it was someone who w- like helped film, but they were talking about how in order to keep this movie visually interesting and to make it feel like, yeah, like almost more of an anthology where, you know, we're in this cabin the entire time. They very purposely choreographed this movie and use, utilize certain spaces in that room to make it feel like the location was changing so that you're not visually bored. It's also uh, the style and how it is shot changes. It changes. From story yeah, to it story. is so cool how, even though it's one room and we are acting out stories as opposed to anything really actually happening, they use the space and camera and to keep it really interesting. Sound effects used very that well. That alone just is impressive. To, and on is. top of it, it's very funny. And it does it gets scary ultimately get end, scary, which, which is, is great. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, recommend. And like I, the difference between them as writers, he's telling his story and struggling every few sentences and is using very basic vocabulary yeah. and, and kind of trite ideas. And then, but it's still funny. And then she tells her story and she, all the little details that she uh, peppers in as a creative writer about like the brand of cigarettes that the grandpa smoking, the dog-eared book on his yeah. like, like you can tell that oh that's the difference in their their writing skills and it's so great mm-hmm. and it really feeds into the tension between them which again gets downright scary at the end it does, yeah so uh, there's it's, good it, payoff in this movie. it's not for everyone I've seen a lot of people not like it online mm-hmm. but if you are into comedy. I'd give this a shot. And if you again, liked old college humor shit, because Josh Rubin's a college humor. Oh, alum, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he's another one, like with the, the wolf one, uh, there are just a few moments where it's like, is this guy overacting a bit too much? Is he going too far? But I think in this movie, it works better just because of the style of it. It's some. It's a thing where like it plays, again, like an improv scene in so many, so it's like, this is not <laughs> unfamiliar territory. And what's really funny is when, you know, he'll, he'll like be doing an over-the-top thing, but then he'll like burp and just be like, oh, sorry, and then continue. And it's like, it's very funny. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I would recommend it. Yes. 
Yeah, just know that it is a unique movie. Yeah. I've never seen a movie like just nope. two people talking to each other for that long. Also a good one if you have friends you want to watch maybe something scary with and this isn't too, this is not going to like ruin anyone's life. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, then we watched Hot Rod, which isn't a horror that's movie. That's not a horror movie, but, but it's it one owns. of the funniest fucking movies. <laughs> Dude, Hot shit. Rod's the best. Like, yeah. yeah, that's another one where it's like time travel. We're going to go to the 2000s. Yeah. And- Fuck Dude, yeah, Hot Rod. Hot Rod owns Ian McShane. Um, I think about that character just randomly all the time, and I was very excited to revisit that movie. Just yeah. Ian McShane He's as this uncle that, like, just, or not the, the stepdad that, like, wants to kick your ass all the time, and yeah. you, he gets sick, and Andy Samberg wants to help him right, get money for his surgery so that he can be better and then kick his stepdad's ass. It it's is like the, the best inciting <laughs> incident and, like, plot line for a stupid comedy I've ever heard of. Raise money to cure to kick, my, to stepdad my stepdad so I can kick ass. his ass. It's so funny. Fucking great. Yeah. Um, so funny. We can't talk about I know. Rod. I just want to talk about Howard right now, but it's not a horror movie. Uh, next, Borderline, Adam's Family, 1991. Oh, Lord. Okay, Adam's Family. I know Adam's Family is like is beloved. I mean, we were uh, Gomez and Morticia for the Crypt TV Halloween live stream. Uh, this movie kind of sucks. This first Adam's Family, and I haven't seen it since I was a kid. I haven't seen Adam's Family Values since I was a kid. We meant either. to watch Values too because it's re- that's better the one regarded. that I think that people like more. Yeah. So I think, I think unless if we hate that one, I think that's the one people are gonna come for us. Yeah. For but the first Adam's Family movie is not good. Yeah, rewatch it. It's and really you'll see. boring. It's not good. <laughs> the, the plot of it is this fucking stupid business shit. It's just that generic, like, holdover from the 80s because it's, so, it's early 90s. Yeah. Just, like, the, trying to do evil business with evil businessmen. Just vague business. It's very yeah, vague. Evil business. And we learned that it was being rewritten throughout While the they film. While they shot it. They, you, you can, can tell. You can fucking tell. You can tell this was a cobbled together script. The plot is a mess. It's not good. Acting is great. I'm glad that the cast got the chance to do another movie. Well, I think, yeah, I think they all knew the first movie was a disaster while they were making it, but I think they all wanted so badly to, you know... Do it right. Do it, yeah. So they, I think the sequel is, like, them. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I really want to watch that because, again, the cast, perfect. And there's a reason Christina Ricci was given a bigger role in the second she, one. She, in that first one, is the one laugh that... All of us laughed. We, we were watching it with the Grussels who live with us. <laughs> well, we, that was the one, her line where she's like, hop in this electric chair, uh, Pugsley, we're going to play a game. And he's like, what's the game? And she's like, is there a God? And I, <laughs> yeah. that was just like her delivery is really, yeah, so that good. was an unexpected actual laugh. And besides that. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Nope. Uh, oh, and same hand actor as Idle Hands, as I mentioned, the kill count. <laughs> Yeah, it's actually. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you. Thing is actually played by uh, amazing the guy who did it. Wow, what a he was a magician who was at the uh, Magic Castle in L.A. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's why he's maybe. Wow. Yeah. What a niche uh, thing. That was pretty much it. He didn't really do other stuff, but very cool that he got to do that. Yeah. Um. After that, Evil Speak. Holy fuck, Evil Speak. That one I've been meaning to watch for a long time. Yes, yeah, starring Clint Howard. Uh, Clint Howard playing a bullied kid at a military academy who summons the devil through a computer. Amazing premise. Early 80s computer. Um, or not even the devil. He summons, what was the, is it Esteban or oh, whatever? Yeah, Esteban. Esteban. <laughs> yeah, what to say about Evil Speak? There's a very cute dog in it, the puppy. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forget what he names the dog, but there's a very cute puppy in it. Clint Howard is a little baby. Clint Howard. Yeah. Little like baby. 21 or something. Movie. Real young. Yeah. Uh, Did you see he won his ice cream man this year for Halloween? Yeah, I know. He's still the same prop. He had the, the movie. it's funny because when we did our panel with David Naughton, David said he had that prop at his house, the ice cream cone of his head. He was like, I have that. Oh, yeah. And he's friends with Clint because he was joking. Like, we should just call him during the thing. Oh, shit. So I have to wonder if that like jogged like, oh, yeah, I have this thing at my house. Uh, and he and Ron or Clint got together and. <laughs> dug that thing out of wherever the fuck it was in storage. <laughs> I want to think we were at least a little bit responsible. <laughs> Evil Speak, I'm having a hard time remembering. The um, end of Evil Speak, incredible. It gave me the vibes of that, of the end of the Suspiria remake. Oh, yeah, it kind of does. It is Clint Howard, like, floating around, possessed by the devil, just fucking murdering all of his... His bullies school, his bullies. At, at, is it a military academy? It's like a, at? it's like a Christian military. Is it military? I, I think like it's it a is. Military yeah, because they, it's yeah. very, yeah, they all have uniforms and mm-hmm. it's very, yeah. Um, the end I think is probably is worth the build up. It's a little slow. It's it's that. a movie. I always love a horror movie where whenever a woman comes on screen and because oh, it's so low budget. Naked. That you can, I don't know what it is, but you can tell, like, as soon as a woman comes on screen, I'm like, we're going to see her tits. Like, yeah, I know this woman is time. cast so we can see her tits. And like, like, oh, the secretary for this school is like really randomly hot. <laughs> yeah. We're going to see her Cut tits. Cut to her later. apartment yeah. and her getting in the shower. <laughs> it's, just, it's just one of those movies. Which yeah. Is, um, it's been on my list since, because uh, Joe Bob did a thing on Ice Cream Man and he had Clint. This was in the 90s. Yeah. Uh, or like late 90s. That was like Joe 2000s. Bob's like after school special Yeah, it was like thing, a school right? thing. Yeah. And he mentioned Evil Speak. And so I was like, oh, what's this? A horror movie starring Clint Howard. It's, yeah. It's a little slow as a lot of kind of weird low budget horror can be. But I had a Definitely, time. you know, if you're into 80s offbeat satanic panic <laughs> yeah show. check it out it's mm-hmm. fun uh i mean just the concept of summoning the devil through an like an old like dos style computer <laughs> yeah. is extremely funny next up is freaky we got an advanced screening and we won't give spoilers in this okay it's not sure this yet. isn't out yet but we, we are won't. allowed to review it i just looked the the review embargo was lifted uh yeah, we a, had to check make sure we weren't gonna get in trouble <laughs> yes because they they hooked us up and i also this comes out tomorrow uh might as well tell y'all that on sunday i have what's your favorite scary movie with katherine newton that's so cool star of freaky and she actually picked jennifer's body so you'll hear us talk about Perfect. jennifer's body and freaky and how they relate which is yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Freaky from Christopher Landon, who brought us Happy Death Day and its sequel. Before that, uh, the Paranormal Activity sequels. I've briefly spoken to him on the red carpet for the Happy Death Day sequel. And dude, he is a, a cool guy and his cast and crew love him. Yeah. And they love working with him and they all say that it's a great time and it's, it seems like it on Freaky too. This is, a, this is a fun movie. Yeah, whereas Happy Death Day was the Groundhog's Day slasher freaky the freaky is, friday is the yeah. freaky friday slasher mm-hmm. uh but one notable difference is that happy death day and its sequel are pg-13 this one is a hard r and for they're for violence? the gore the gore is 
it's got some fucking got some cool gore, kills, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Which is great to see because you know, Happy Death Day. I love, and I don't think the PG thirteen really ruin it. I think it's no, fine. No, it's yeah. But this benefits from having that R because those you kills. have to, especially if the whole setup is Vince Vaughn is this killer. You got to make him totally fucked up. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It delivers on that front for sure. Definitely. I like like there's moments that are very cute too. Um. Like it's overall like really sweet and both Vince Vaughn and Catherine Newton are excellent so playing good. the character that is uh, is inhabiting their body. Yeah, him as like a a high school girl and her as a deranged killer are both so fucking good. There's some there's stuff in this that Vince Vaughn does with this character concerning like her emotional development. Um that I was really impressed by. He plays it so sincerely and not as a joke. And I don't, I won't spoil like what it is. The, are you talking about like the scene in the car? Yes. That is such an interesting, there's and a good scene, scene with, yeah, with Vince Vaughn in, in the, a car with another character, the backseat of a car with another character Love that interest, I was yeah. really impressed by. That isn't, that could easily be played as a joke, a whole like gag but this plays it so sincerely and sweetly that is like really nice. Yeah. And he does a really good job. That scene was like, I don't think I've seen something like that before. No, it's, it's very it's bizarre, so good. but yeah. I loved that. Uh I I will say I didn't like it as much as Happy Death Day, which I felt was like a really solid, tight script. Yeah. This one felt a little less focused. Yeah. And some of the, uh, like, the the gay best friend, some of his dialogue didn't really work for me. Mm. It was a little too trying to be funny. Just a, yeah, it's a lot. Sure. Um, but I, and, like, also the um, there's emotional stuff with, is it her mom? Mm, yeah. That I think is is just a lesser version of the stuff in Happy Death Day, which makes me fucking oh, man. cry yeah. when I watch that movie. Yeah. Uh, th- it's, it's like. It's still very sweet here. But though. it's still a very sweet movie. Uh, it's pretty funny, and the fucking gore is fantastic. Yeah, so I, so. I give a recommend. I recommend it. Check yeah. it out. It's good. Yeah. If you if you liked Happy Death Day but wished it was a little bit more gory, here you go. Because yeah. this is a slasher, uh, and the kills are great. I'm man. just thinking about one in particular that was pretty special. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's I, yeah. What the wood, wood shop? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 for sure. That one, <laughs> golden good, chainsaw, good one, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, and that's one that I'll probably cover right away on the Kill Count when it comes out because mm-hmm. it's a good Kill Count movie. Last one. Do you remember? Nope. Apostle. Oh my god, Apostle! Because yeah, that was my it earlier, pick. Lucy was in it. Oh yeah, we went back and forth with our picks like one. Yeah. Night, one okay. One. Yeah, yeah, Lucy Boynton also an Apostle. Um, I mostly picked Apostle because I really like Dan Stevens and. I saw that this was a movie that takes place at like turn of the century. So I was like, cool. I, whatever it is, <laughs> it's got some costumes. It's got Dan Stevens. F- what? I'll just pick this one. Mm. I, this was a very unexpected, like this was a nice little uh, treat, a little surprise. I didn't know what to expect going into this one, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's another like unique one. Yeah. Which is weird because it is so clearly inspired by the wicker man the original mm-hmm. and so right. i saw some reviews saying it was like too closely but for me i think it was it was 
telling a completely different story. Like the the things it's focusing on are totally different than Wicker Man. The similarity is that yeah, it's like island cult. Island cult that in Wicker Man is he going there to like rescue someone? Is it the same mm-hmm. kind of setup? Mm-hmm. So uh, He's yeah, looking I guess, for a missing girl. Yeah, yeah. So not unique in that regard, but as far as like what it does with supernatural elements yeah. that I didn't expect to happen. Yeah. That uh that took me by surprise. Another one that is surprisingly gory. It's disgusting. And a lot of it is not even technically stuff you see. Not necessarily. But it still really affected and like me. like hard to it's watch. Gross. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oof. Yeah, there's... This movie is another one that just ramps up at the end. This mm-hmm. might also feel like a slow burn to some which I, I enjoyed in this case. I was I liked the world that it was setting up and I like the villains and the kind of shades of the the characters have different like shades to them because yeah. uh, what's the main guy? Michael Sheen. Yeah, Michael Sheen you think is like the big the bad. The big bad for sure. Yeah. He's got some more shading to him. More oh than yeah, and this expect. also just has Michael Sheen yeah. being he was really just, good. you know. <laughs> yeah. Just uh uh eating the scenery. It's good. Yeah. Um, I, I highly recommend this one. Yeah, if you're down with period stuff uh, and cult stuff and and you want to see some gore, it's got it all. Yeah. It just, it, yeah. It, it, this one, I think, is is it like 220? It's, it's, a it's long. long. This one's long, sure. but I didn't mind it. No. For this. This one, I was, I was enthralled the entire time. Yeah, a bunch of these movies even scare me, I think, could shave off like 10 yes, minutes. Yeah, this one was, I was enjoying the entire time. I think it I was it like, very engrossed and it's it's genuinely creepy. Um, and Dan Stevens is just so fucking good in everything. Yeah, he's so cool, man. He can look like, when he wants to look crazed, he's very good at it. This one, he's like crazed. Like he's, <laughs> this is a man on the brink going to this island to rescue someone and his eyes in a hurry movie are just like red and like, yeah. He's he's addicted to, I'm guessing like opium. That's right, yeah. He's like, it's like, it is really uh, special. Yeah, <laughs> loved it. I Unexpected, um, flick like i i I don't know i just kind of picked it and was like all right haven't seen it supposed to be all right yeah loved it and then uh kill count work got too much and you had a surgery yep then my doctor's like hey come get uh, the surgery i was on the waiting list for months so i was like all right seems why not yeah i'm off anyway so that uh was our lightning round review session for movies that we watched in october Mm -hmm. hope that was enjoyable listen to yeah so coming i guess coming up this month um not next week but i believe the week after we are going to be talking about the original godzilla movie we're finally doing a godzilla movie we're gonna have a special guest on for that one so stay tuned i'm glad that we have a guest i am too dude and i'm glad that the podcast is your thing so that I don't feel all this pressure. <laughs> I will sit there and watch the well, movie. Well, that's why we're having an expert come in to talk to us about Godzilla. So, yeah. yeah. I will I will make some jokes. Yeah. Probably some kaiju puns. I'll start working on those. Yeah. That'll be my job. <laughs> yeah. But um, besides that, uh, yeah, I, I don't know quite know what's in store for the rest of the month and rest of the year. So. Yeah, we'll work it out. Like we said, we're going to be tinkering with the new set. Yeah. Uh, you'll hear this audio in a few, and we'll determine how much uh, sound acoustic foam we should be putting up in this big-ass oh, room. That's a, yeah. But it'll be it'll be good. Yeah. Thing, I'm glad we're back. Mm-hmm. Hope you're all glad we're back. I know a lot of people have been missing the I podcast, know. I felt so, so bad. And- but I'm, you know, I'm glad we're back too. I'm, gl- I'm. Ho- hopefully, uh, you didn't all abandon the podcast <laughs> after being gone for a month. That was my fear. Is like everyone's gonna forget it exists. 
No, people have been waiting. Yeah. And yeah, we'll be back next week. Oh yeah, follow Dead Me on social media at Dead Me James on Twitter and Instagram. Dead Meat James. I'm, I'm at Carebex C R E B C C on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want merch, deadmeatstore.com. Yep. And email deadmeatpod at gmail.com as you see fit. We'll be back next week. But until then, I'm James. I'm Chelsea. And this has been the Dead Meat Podcast. Mm-hmm.